Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no plane air. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Bye. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Mundelkin and Ben Craw. Ben, joining us today is a returning guest. His latest film, So Deep Into Berries and Cream Talk, The Sound is Just in My Drafts, is quickly climbing the charts. Uh, ben, welcome back to the show. Swish FM's resident NBA insider, Brandon Lizzie, a.k.a. Whammy. Wham, uh, NBA Media Day, Media Week has officially arrived. How are you handling all the uh, influx of quotes and press amid your, your busy film production schedule? Uh, well, you know, I came back, uh, I was on a long, long European scouting trip. That's right. And, um, you know, before I knew it, it was media day. So I did what any good reporter would do. I got on a plane, Mm -hmm. uh, I chartered it. Mm. It was just me and one other guy, the pilot. We flew back right in time for media day. I'm live streaming just empty podiums, making sure wow. nothing gets picked up on mics from you know the 30 teams in the league. How many were you, and, were you able to make it to, Wham? Um, via the live stream? No, I, I mean like you you attended in person for for uh, for several, for several yes. of them. Yeah, I did. I did what's called the uh, panhandled trot, and that Orlando. Mm. Uh, I went from Orlando to um, the former site in Tampa where the Raptors were last year. I went there just to see if there was anything going on Yeah, to cover all my bases. Any Raptors there? Um, No Raptors were there, thank Mm -hmm. God. And then I went through Mm -hmm. Texas and got all those as well. But you were able to swing through Miami on the way, right? Yes, correct. I I did the whole Florida trip. I hope we don't have a case of the Miami <laughs> flu here, Ben. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shout out oh boy, Big Red. That could be bad. Could be bad. Uh, uh, quick yep. reminders, guys. We all know what that ben, means. Whammy, uh, Swish FM is a free internet podcast. We rely on the support of our listeners to keep our offices open. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Also, we're selling merch over at swishfm.com. Please grab a shirt. Grab a pet bandana, grab a uh, tote bag. All purchases go directly back into the podcast. Help keep the lights on. So, or just send us yeah, money. Whatever. You could also just email us money, or, or just mm, yeah, or just write money, us a yeah. check, or just write us a check. That'd be great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Wham Ben, this past week, NBA players spoke to media for the first time. They spoke to you media in- day, yeah, about the upcoming Bing. season, mm, the best day. It's the day for us. Uh, the media it's, as members of the media it really yeah. is a celebration of us um, this is a holiday that's why they FM. named the day after us guys yeah <laughs> this is uh swish fm media day um as as you aptly titled the uh the google invite band mm-hmm. swish fm media day um there are so many fascinating nba stories unfolding uh, at the moment guys all the stars came out yeah, I thought it'd be good for us to each pick uh, one quote from uh, you know NBA Media Day from the past week that kind of stood out. We'd all sort of unpack it, talk about uh, what we like about that particular quote, give us some thoughts. So um, without th- further ado, Ben Whammy, does one of you guys want to kick us off here with a, with a quote? I would love to, if you don't mind, Great. Whammy. I'm going to uh, sure. seize the floor here. Um, Go for it. Go for it, ben. Like I said, uh, so many, so much glitz, so much glam. Yeah. I mean, people talk about, you know, the Met Gala. Um, yeah. For my money, yeah. it's NBA Media Day all the way. 
Um, all the stars came out. All the stars were out. All the Incredible. all the the cameras were popping. The lights were flashing. So much information. Yeah. So much the, candor. Oh my gosh! So much candor. So many just sweet, uh, intimate moments shared. Um, you know, by by. Um, by our players uh, as a as a thank you really to us as a present gift as a present to us the media uh, the NBA media um, sphere I guess you would call us um, so um, I think the I mean boy it's hard to to really pick where to start um, you could do it Ben I promise but yeah, I'm gonna... there's a lot Ben okay I mean Ben feel free to you know what I mean like mm-hmm. if you want to give a shout out to this person or that person and then sort of focus on one particular quote there, there's a lot to unpack there is here. a lot so to don't, unpack don't feel too much pressure I'm so excited I can barely contain it um, I'm gonna start yeah. with um, one of my favorite exchanges um, during NBA media day um, which took place uh, between uh, David Letterman and Brian Windhorst um, Ugh. It, really good it was a uh it was at the start i believe right around the start of the brooklyn nets um media day um you know event availability in in uh was it held in barclay center you were there whammy can, can you tell us where it was exactly it it was on it was a virtual media day mm-hmm. and i believe yeah the actual reporters gathered in the barclay center i believe Got it, got it. But it wasn't virtual. It was only virtual for, no. for some it, it, some people. Yeah, it was in person. Yeah. It was in person. I believe Lamb, it was in they person. Also had, they also had a virtual stream, Yeah, I think, did, for, yeah. for journalists for s- such as yourself. Certain people Kyrie, couldn't yeah. be there live. Yeah. But, um, you, but Whammy, yeah, you were but there. Think, you were there in person. It was at Barclays Center on Monday. You were there. Got it. Cool. You, um, okay, you were there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, so yeah, you, you probably witnessed this then, uh, in, in person, Whammy, I'd love to hear your take on it, but it was, um, so it was right around the start, right when Kevin Durant, uh, came out and, uh, I guess it was actually prior, uh, technically prior, prior to the beginning, um, before any questions began, but, uh, Brian Windhorst, uh, sat down, uh, next to a, uh, a gentleman with a large bushy beard, um, and, um, Old gray beard. Yeah. And yeah. And sure enough, it, it was David Letterman and, uh, David Letterman leaned over, uh, to Brian and said, how you doing? David Letterman, do you have a notebook? And Brian Windhorst said, quote, hello there. Hello there. Uh, no, I don't. I have a tape recorder. Uh, no, I don't. I have a tape recorder. That was it. Yes. That was the to me. That wow. was the quote. That was the that's number one. Euphoria. I mean, that's that's an incredible quote. Yeah. Not hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Very important oh. distinction. Yeah. Hello there. Um, Brian um, favors the hello. Uh, prefers the hello wow. over the hello. Um, yeah. Anyone who listens to his podcast, The Hoop Collective, knows that he starts every episode with hello there. Hello. Not H U H U L L O. Yeah, he's a real. I mean, what what can we say about Brian? He's a throwback. He's an original. Um, yep. Yeah, he uh, he he uh, prefers the holo. So um, yeah, that to me was really that was kind of the the big moment, the the headline um, kind of screaming banner moment of, of the whole day. Uh, holo, there. Uh, no, I don't. I have a tape recorder. Whammy, did you see this? Did you see this unfold? David Letterman here at uh, Media Day with the Nets. Did you see this uh, either live or catch it on the internet? The uh, gentleman with his hand raised in the back? Yes. Excuse me. Hi, Kevin. Could I borrow your notebook? I didn't bring. Thank you. Uh, 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 Dave from uh, Basketball Digest. Kevin, uh, KD, why, why do people call you KD? Um, Can I call you Katie? Or? Yeah. Okay. My, my first name is Kevin. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. And my second name, my last name, my second name, my last name is Durant with a D. Katie. Uh, this year, how, what percentage do you plan on giving on the court? 90, 95, 100, 110? What are we looking at? Uh, 110. 110. 110. Uh, I just got off the phone with the Dolan family. And they said that they're talking to the commissioner now. They're looking at working a contractual deal that will allow you, uh, when you're not playing for the Nets, days off, you'll be able to play for the Knicks. Comments? All right, Dave, that was the last one. I'm sorry, was that a comment? That's it. How about you? Do you have a comment? 
wrap it up. Okay. Uh, I'm being told my time is done. Have a, have a great uh, year. Thanks. What about the Pelicans? When you guys play the Pelicans, does it kind of make you giggle? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I got. That's it, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Good job, Dave. <laughs> I have to go make some calls now. Tough act to follow. We'll go to Brian Mahoney, Associated Press. You let anybody in here. Uh, I saw it live, and yeah. to be honest, um, you know, it was hard for me to turn my attention away from the podium where it's supposed to be directed as a reporter towards the players who are <laughs> the star of the show on Media Do- I Day. I thought it was completely gauche and uncouth so for David Letterman sort of to try to... an affront to your yeah. media sensibilities. Yeah. You sort of respect yes, the as a media man, journalism. Yeah. yeah, as a media man, to have a comedia media man there, Ooh. just there to, you know, poke fun at us and right. ask goofy questions and do silly one-off bits mm. uh, when we're trying to get serious information about the upcoming National Basketball Association season uh, from the New Jersey Nets, yeah. one of the premier teams in the league. Uh, you know, struck me a little bit. It rubbed me a little raw. I'm not going to lie. Mm. And uh, you know, a little bit of upstaging in terms of Letterman's beard versus Harden's beard Ooh. was also not appreciated. A little bit of beard battle there mm. that I thought was a little unnecessary. You're right. coming into James's house. You know, your beard should take a back seat, as it were. And um, I felt that uh, a little bit uh, mocked and a little bit like you know to insinuate that this. Media Day is anything less than one of the most important uh, days of the NBA schedule by making it a joke, I thought mm. it was terrible. A mm. very a very serious take from Whammy. Yeah. Ben, uh, wh- where, where do you fall on this whole Letterman escapade? Is this, uh, did you appreciate the, uh, the comedy of it or were you sort of offended uh, as well as, as Whammy was? Um, you know, I, it's funny. At, at first I, I found myself, you know, sort of tickled by it but i you know i think whammy said something very eloquent and and profound right there um and i I find myself being swayed by that argument i think i think david letterman did trivialize our profession a little bit which i don't appreciate we are listen we work hard okay we go out there every single day we grind we rise and grind every morning we wake up and we hit those phones we hit those blackberries um, we hit those the you know the social media to um, right to get all the information out to our out to our um, you know our our audiences. It's not an easy job. It's a lonely job. It's a lonely existence. It's a lot of travel, as Whammy knows. A lot of whew, a lot of lonely nights on the road in those hotel rooms, all alone by himself, just staring at the TV night in night out, over right. and over and over again. You know, carrying his own luggage through these through these air these en- endless interminable airport terminals. Um, it's you know, I'm not walking into the Ed Sullivan Theater and popping up in the audience during warm up and you know making a joke about David Letterman. Yeah, it's not happening. Exactly. I'd love to see uh, how he feels getting a getting a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, I don't appreciate the japes. Yeah, so um, I I agree, David Letterman. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane, Dave. Okay. Wow. Very nice. It's not like Media Day is just a spectacle um, to, you know, to mock. Yeah. It's a, I am trying to get, you know, real information out of these guys. Yeah. And for David Letterman to scoop me, uh, was especially (laughs) mad about, I was going to ask KD why he's referred to as KD. And... You know, for David to come on and make that a joke instead of what I thought would have been an interesting four thousand word piece. Yeah, it's a serious about, question. Yeah, exactly. And more power to Brian for denying him a notebook. Yeah. You know, don't sure. give him a notebook. Yeah, exactly. Um, gotta gotta give a shout out to to Windhorse, the consummate professional, the godfather of our of our industry, Journalism. really. Um, right. And I applaud him for you know taking a, a hard line against that kind of shenanigans. Yep. Well, well, bravo. Think, yeah, bravo, Wendy. Um, yeah, no, I, I fall in line with you guys. Uh, comedy has no place in uh, the NBA, you know, media day uh, landscape. It's Mm-mm. just got 
It's got no place. Uh, this is a serious business. Hello there. We take our job seriously, and uh, it was frustrating to see Dave there. It was, a, it was frustrating to see an old gray beard like that mm. at Media Day, and I'm glad Wendy shut him down. I'm glad KD shut him down. You noticed yeah. that KD at one point said, you know, final You're question, done. Dave. Yeah, yeah he, he, he kind of he smoked knew. him out pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. So, KD is um, interested in only professional media coverage. Yes. Not yes. jokes. Yeah, yeah, as are we. Um, all right, Wham, let's let's move on here. D- is there a quote, Wham, from the past uh, week, you know, last last couple of days that that popped to you that you want to uh, break down here? You know, I'm, I'm very mad right now, Chris, just to start the show. I just want everyone to know Jesus. that I'm, I'm angry. I'm really you know? sorry. I can't just... This has got okay. me, and I just, I'm keyed take up. A deep, take I a would, deep breath. <sighs> I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Blake Griffin um, kind of dropped in my esteem because actually, just to button up the subject... After David Letterman was there, you know, they yeah. did Blake's interview and Blake was a little bit like, oh, David Letterman was here. That's cool. Um, you know, take the game seriously, Blake. Yep. Um, there you go. You know, yep. you respect the game. It respects you. And there's I think, a time and a place for your prank shows. And yes, this is not this is this not, is not This that. is not yeah. USA yeah. at 730 on Tuesday. Okay? That's right. This That's is right. professional media day, folks. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah, I I think um, my comment is from Daryl Morey. Um, ah, Daryl, just pulling it up here, mm. and uh, I think this is a this is an example of a bit of a scoop, because okay, so um, this is a, this is an example of a scoop, and if you were being serious about Media Day, you would know that you know uh, a lot of people have been thinking that Ben Simmons would not play for the Sixers this year. That's right. I think Daryl Morey dropped a bit of a nug here, and I'm Ooh. not sure if he knew he was doing it. But he said, and I quote. And Daryl, do you feel there's any hope of reconciliation, or is this is this it? He's played his last game. I, I think there's I think there's a lot of hope. Uh, I would say I watched last night a player lead their team to victory, where a thousand pounds of digital ink were spilled on how much he would never play for that team again. So, look, every situation is different, uh, but we have a lot of optimism that uh, we can make it work here. Thousands of pounds of. Uh, digital ink were spilled on uh, Aaron Rodgers being traded from Green Bay, and the and now he's in the Packers, leading uh, comeback wins over the um, I forget the two teams. I don't forty ers mm. whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but look at that. So I think Daryl dropped a little nug. It seems like Ben Simmons, the relationship might be repaired. Okay, wow. according to Daryl Morey, I believe him. That is a big scoop. He's got no he's got no reason to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a straight shooter. Hello there. And that's why you go to media day to hear a soundbite like that. Cause we're all thinking Ben Simmons might not play here. And then Daryl Morey's is like, he's going to play here. And I'm like, mm. Mm. that's a huge, Wait, that's a huge get whammy. Con- congrats. Congrats I'm, on yeah. that. On breaking that it was one. It's actually David Aldridge, but there, but there you go. Yeah. Well, you when were there too, any... though. I mean, you're, you're presenting right. that, uh, you know, you, you, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. just as much your reporting as it reporter's is. It's a notebook. Yeah. I'm re- really reporting on his reporting for the first time. Well, you were there, you were also present there yeah, for the, right. you were in person for the, for that Maury, you know, availability. Yes. So, yeah. Wham, do you have any additional intel on this Ben Simmons situation? Are you, what, what are you hearing? Are, are, are Sounds you, like he just shared it, Chris. Be- yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big scoop. I don't know what else you need. <laughs> I mean, well, so are you? I just dropped the story Whoa, of the year, and you're us, like, "What is that? It? What else yeah, you got? Oh, Come on, Lord. can you make us a prompt?" What I'm asking. Uh, the, I just dropped the news that the Watergate break-in was done by Nixon, and you're over here. Oh, was, you know Wham. what else is going yeah. on? Yeah, Wham. I'm asking if you can give us your word that Ben Simmons will report to camp based on. I don't your have to intent. give. I don't have to give you my word because I've got the words of one Daryl Morey, GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, who once again has no incentive to lie about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, fair enough. So yeah. he'll yep. be there. He'll he'll be reconciled. Don't shut he'll, down, Chris. He'll be there. <laughs> he'll be there. Quote. Like Aaron Rodgers is in there, you know. Let's, yep. Let's talk turkey. Uh, I do want to say I think it's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, that type of quote in Media Day, again, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Yeah. And it's why it's so important to do Media Day. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's why, it really why is. also why it's so important that if you miss Media Day, you listen yeah. to our podcast uh, so that yep. we can tell you the, the news that we, that we break. What happened at Media Day. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that we break, that we report on. If Daryl wasn't confident, he'd have come in there and he'd have said, you know what? We're working on it, but it doesn't look great. And I want to shoot you guys straight. 
Mm. Let me pull up my favorite quote here. Um, there were so many, honestly, thought-provoking uh, things that were said the past week. Uh, you know, you, you had a quote from LeBron at one point. He said, uh, you know, that he was very skeptical of getting the vaccine, but, uh, you know, after doing a good amount of research on his own, that he decided that it was, you know, the right choice for, for him and his family and friends. Um, there was Carl Anthony Towns. At one point, he was talking about, uh, you know, just the frustrations that he's had with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves being kind of scapegoated uh, by people and fans. And he's always sort of been very professional and, you know, cause uh, people right. were asking him recently about the, uh, the, the recent firing of Gerson Rosas from, uh, from, from the organization. Uh, Whammy, there, there was a quote from Rudy Gobert that I, yeah. I thought really popped. Um, he was asked, you know, he, he was saying that he felt like uh, this year, the Utah jazz were finally going to be uh an NBA, uh, they were going to contend for the NBA uh, championship. They, he said, mm. "quote We have bigger goals this season, like trying well, to win an NBA new. championship." Wham. Yeah, mm. that's that, a big. That's a big deal. Wow. I know that's you're not going to hear that. Yeah. Yep. That's you think they're going to go for someone beef. like you? You think they're going to go yep. for the one seed this year? It seems like he's implying that they have bigger goals, Ben. I mean, bigger goals. Wow. Bigger, yeah, it's more than just the one seed. I um, think it's sort of implied. There's he's sort of saying one seed, schmun seed. We're trying to win it all. Hmm. Sure. I had a really hard time choosing a favorite, but I ultimately landed on one that I felt was like the most all-encompassing. Most all-encompassing. I thought it represented this player uh, the best, and it best represented me. It best represents the NBA as a whole, and it comes from a guy, Damian Lillard, who is increasingly becoming my favorite player in the league. And he, you know, he's something of like a philosopher king. So here's the quote and a little bit of context. And a hat tip to Jason Quick at The Athletic who wrote about um, Lillard this week. So here's the quote. So Damian Lillard, you know, NBA fans know that Damian Lillard has had this like very whirlwind summer, you know, between the the rumors of him wanting a trade. He's done a handful of interviews with Yahoo Sports suggesting that he was disappointed with the Blazers roster, that he was ready to move on. He got married. Uh, He was finally added to uh, the Team USA roster and won Mm. a gold medal at the Olympics. He put out a new rap album. Mm. And, of course... Busy um, Beaver. Yeah, busy guy. And, of course, Lillard got vaccinated. And he spoke about that. He said uh, this week, quote, "Uh, I'm not mad at people for saying I need to do my research or they got to take the steps that they need to take to make them feel comfortable. But I have a lot of people in my family that I'm tight with and I spend a lot of time around them. And I'm just not going to put their health and their lives in danger because I want to do research. As a kid, I had to get shots my whole life. Before I went to college, I had to get shots. And I couldn't tell you one thing about any of them. I've had people in my family actually die and people actually lose their lives to it, meaning COVID. And there's a way for me to protect myself and the people that I love. So I'm going to do it, Lillard said. It's pretty simple. Now, that that's a great quote, um, but that's actually not the blurb that I want to talk about or discuss. The one I... Yeah, that's the pre-quote. The one I want to break down is this. He says, quote, I got to be me. Um, Yeah, so he said, I got to be me and live with the price of that. I'm not going to do something that wasn't me. Step outside of myself to satisfy other people, Willard said. I'm going to do me like I always do me. Wherever that falls, I'm willing to go out on my shield. Now, it's that last piece that I really want to dissect. Uh, where he says, I'm willing to go out on my shield. I feel it's very representative of this man and this league. I will go out on my shield. So I looked into this a bit, and that phrase that's saying, it's actually uh, boxing terminology, and boxing is something uh, Lillard does in the off-season. It's it's part of his fitness regimen, and it essentially means like not giving up, right? Like fighting till the end. And its origin actually traces back to ancient Greece, to, to like Spartan times. Mothers would tell their sons going off to battle, like either you'll win the battle or you will die and you'll be carried back home on your shield. But right. the idea is like never come back home without your shield because that meant you abandoned the good fight. You had no honor. You caved. Yeah. And so throughout media day, Lillard kept referencing this. He would say he wanted to go out on his shield with regards to his future in Portland, meaning, you know, again, fight the good fight. But I thought it so aptly um, applied to the entirety of the NBA and their outlook and their approach to COVID. 
And unfortunately, um, this is going to lead me to a much longer rant, but really it's unavoidable. It's always looming uh, on this podcast. And Ben, I'm sorry, this one is about your guy, Adam Silver. And Adam Silver is going out on his shield here with this pandemic ban. Adam has decided getting vaccinated against COVID-19 is a state's rights issue. Uh, It's a matter of personal freedom. We must respect everyone's right to research. My body, my choice. That's right. And um, yeah, I thought we would have a little chat now about Adam Silver. Um, This guy has been lauded for so long. We know all about the most woke professional sports league in the the world, Ben. It's the NBA. He's the hashtag woke commish. Adam has overseen overseen the player empowerment era. Well, when you're woke, you you can't make mistakes because you are just simply guided by your wokeness. And as we all know, yes, he's overseen the player empowerment era. And all of it has really come to a head the last two years here during the pandemic. Um, So with, with respect to COVID and just like getting players to come back and restarting the season... You know, like, I think every company, every industry in the world, obviously, is having its own challenges doing this, bringing their workforce back to the job safely. It's an incredible undertaking, and there's really no one doing it perfectly. So, look, I I cut Adam Silver in the NBA a little bit of slack. Lots of companies are, like, hemorrhaging money. There have been God knows how many small business casualties during the pandemic, the recession, layoffs. It's been super complicated getting schools open, hospitals, businesses open, restaurants you know, live events, arts and entertainment, whatever. But if there's one corporation that um, no one needs to feel sorry for, wham, uh, it's the NBA, uh, which is printing money. And the guy at the center of that storm, uh, again, I'm sorry to tell you, Ben, it's your personal favorite. It's Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. Why would Uh, you be sorry to tell me? Overseas. The man. Yeah, the most most woke uh, professional sports league in the world. Yeah. And printing money. So, wait, so what's there to be sorry so about? What's the what's the beef here? You're, uh, you just so yeah. it's funny because you the last wish couple that months he had mandated the vaccine. yeah the last couple of months all we've all we've heard is how great the NBA is doing with getting players vaccinated. You know, right. I kept oh, we, we kept hearing ninety percent of the league, which you know is encouraging, right? It's a good. Lot. It's not it's not a hundred percent, but it's a lot. But you know, it's better than nothing. But it's funny to me, this this past week, I feel like the leaking of names that's come about the last week or so, Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Isaac, Irving, Kyrie. Jonathan Isaac, Bradley Beal, about these guys not being vaccinated. And the list of names, by the way, will just grow. It's fascinating to me how the league... Is it going to grow? The, yeah. Well, I just think that we haven't heard... There are probably people who just haven't gone on record yet. Mm. It's fascinating to me how the league... I think it's going to shrink, but go on. It's fascinating to me how the league and the owners and the marketers and the TV networks, all of whom have made so much money off these guys, those are the same people who have allowed unvaccinated players to just fall on their own idiotic swords, and it's a mess. And the and the person that's most responsible is Adam Silver. But you're you're suggesting that he should have mandated the vaccine rather than let these guys flutter in the wind during these. I mean, it is media day, the most important day of the year, but yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I, so I think this is like, this is a bigger conversation about Adam Silver and his, and his reign over the league, not even just about COVID. I just think COVID is another example of this, but like, so like I completely support player empowerment, right? In the NBA players, like taking greater control over where they play, earning more money, saying more, you know, doing more, taking more ownership over the league. That's great. Yeah. Politically, f- f- uh, philosophically, like I'm staunchly pro-union athletes, like all workers are totally underpaid. We should abolish the salary cap, et cetera, et cetera. But it's wow. amazing to me that Adam Silver has completely just caved and is walking back every bit of reasonable thinking as it relates to public health and well, <laughs> refuses okay. to mandate all that all right. players get vaccinated. Okay. Hold on now. All right. Okay. okay. All right, I'm going to stand up for my man, Adam Silver. Here we go. Uh, for a moment here. Okay. <laughs> it's a state's rights so, issue, right, Whammy? No, no, that's not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the following. What he is doing is, this is like a, it cuts both ways. Player Protecting the players and protecting player empowerment have split here. Where if you're Kyrie Irving, if you're Bradley Beal, if you're whoever doesn't want to get the vaccine, and there's a vaccine mandate, all that's going to do is you're rich, the NBA is rich, 
the likelihood that you're going to fight that mandate or come out stronger and fight like you're you're then othering the 10% of guys that work for you that you didn't have to other because it's going to be taken care of by the government and by the restrictions that they put in place. They're saying it's your choice. Just forfeit half your games if you're in California or New York. And that's going to work. I, I suspect that Kyrie Irving, and I have no information on this, I suspect that he is vaccinated. He just is not fully vaccinated, Whoa. and that's why he wasn't there. That's a you think show. Kyrie is vaccinated and that's and he's I not? Do. Com- you I think- think that he is on the course of vaccination. <laughs> Kevin Durant said he uh-huh. expects Kyrie not to miss games. Yeah. And you think they're holding training camp be- in San Diego because Kyrie timeline. Just is a timeline issue. Just a timeline issue, bro. You understand the vaccination takes six weeks in total, right? Mm-hmm. You know, two weeks dose and then the immunity comes, whatever, two weeks after that. I can't do mm-hmm. math. But uh, that's what I think is going on with Kyrie in particular. I don't think Andrew Wiggins is going to get vaccinated. <laughs> but because if Kevin Durant says, you know, this is going to be worked out before the season starts, the implication there is that Kyrie will be able to play all the games to me. Does that not sound logical? No. You no, think he's I, not vaxxed? No, because everything he didn't say, that... I'm I thought not the, vaxxed. I thought the he New said, York... let's keep it private. I'm going to work this out. Like, he said, let's keep this... I want to keep this private. It will all be worked out, was what Kyrie said. But isn't the rule that's in effect now in New York, uh, which prohibited Kyrie from being there in person on media yes. day, yeah. that you had to only have one shot? Isn't it? I think it's two yes. shots in California, but one shot and in whammy, New York. And whammy, what's being offered is the Johnson and Johnson one shot, one, one and shotter. done. Yeah, Maybe so he's it's going not for the two shots. So you're saying he can get half the co- half the course yeah. and then still go to work? Yeah, yeah. Indefinitely, that, that doesn't make any sense. If he's yes. if he's getting Moderna or <laughs> Pfizer, he can just take one of the shots and then go. I don't know. I don't know why you would say that doesn't make sense when um, if you are unvaccinated as a member of the Brooklyn Nets, you can't play a home game. But if you're unvaccinated as a visiting player, you can play. You can. Um, yes. That makes perfect sense to me. I, I don't yeah. see the problem there. Uh, totally <laughs> logical, very consistent. If you're well, that's so, if so you're going to be, you know, taking uh, measures to, um, you know, limit the effect of a pandemic. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's it's that kind of consistency across the board uh, that is going to really achieve the best results, which is why, you know, the virus is basically done. It's, it's not an issue anymore in in this country. Thank God. Um, yeah, I, um, you know, guys, I've actually been doing some research of my own Okay. because of, um, you know, all this chatter about human clinical coronavirus and COVID. So I decided, you know, I've been trying. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I I'll be honest with you. I wasn't really paying that close attention until just the past couple of weeks. Um, but I've been hearing a lot about it. So I I went online. I opened up my computer and I started typing in some things. And um, and I learned that if you um, if you get infected uh, and test positive for COVID nineteen, you actually cannot infect other people. Um, so that's why I think it is a very. I want to, flag, I want to go ahead and flag mm, that as misinformation. No, I. We well, what, what, the research that I've done uh, su- supports that, which is why I do believe it's a. It's very much a personal matter. It ben is, is a pro research guy. It is everyone deserves the right. No to one's business. Um, I mean, but just to be clear, what you said about not being able to. I mean, it's a lot like it, true, it's correct. a lot like the, the way I feel about abortion. If you um, become pregnant, you can't um, make other people pregnant as well so therefore you should um you know not have to you should have to remain pregnant because beautifully said ben yeah yeah so to me that um makes a lot of sense which is why i like ted cruz i stand with jonathan isaac bradley beal (laughs) kyrie (laughs) irving tweet is so oh my um these are my guys these are now my guys they are one and the same do you you'd imagine that that would do more to get them vaccinated than anything else when Ted Cruz comes? It's incredible. Like, yeah, you know I mean, literally all boys, four of those guys. These are my guys. It's like as soon as they see that Ted Cruz, you like, guys, oh, you're I'm my guys. They all just like <laughs> fucking vaccinate me. Whatever, Ted I don't Cruz, care. The Ted Cruz, the equivalent of welcome to the resistance. For, you know, exactly. You know, he's just he's just diming these guys out. I I I, I, I don't. I think I think that it's going to work. I think that they're get most of the. All, I mean, 90% is higher than almost any other 
workforce, by the way. So, yeah, I mean, only 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 nine percent lower than the WNBA, but you know, whatever. What do they right. What do they know? Right. Right. Well, commissioner is Adam not the commissioner of that but, league as well? But, but but whammy isn't the more important question is like why why are why is Adam Silver giving these guys latitude? Like there because are. I think I think that they have the money and the power to no, fight they... to fight these things, and the you know obviously some of them. Are, have the willpower to fight it and so this is so then don't then they don't need to play frictional well it's not just that they're not going to play i mean they i'm i'm sure you could there could be lawsuits there could be all sorts of the, you know Kyrie irving may retire i mean not that that's the greatest loss in the history of the world but he's said already you know i don't want to play basketball forever i've got other stuff to do and i just think that othering them you know look you can take a hard line i would also say that he's taken the hardest line of any commissioner in sports you know baseball played last year with joke restrictions and the nba was like you're living in a hotel for 12 yeah. weeks yeah i do like, wonder I think, if there'd be more pushback if if silver came out and was like yeah either you're vaccinated or you're not playing any anywhere in this yes. league um there i think be there'd be more pushback and he'd made more you know more of a murder uh, of of guys like you know Mike, michael porter and john isaac and correct um, yes that's exactly what i think i think this is the smart way to incentivize while not alienating to, i mean look i want to go out on a limb here and say that that's so stupid not to get vaccinated Unless it's very uh, under very specific, specific, specific circumstances, you know, I actually was like somewhat swayed by Michael Porter Jr.'s quote. Do you see his quote? He got COVID twice, and he's afraid of the the side effects. He's heard that. I haven't looked into whether, but I mean, but I could under I could. If you got it twice, though, wouldn't like that's the funny thing to me is that like Isaac and Beal are like, uh, you know, I. I forget if if Beal made this argument, but Isaac made the argument. He's like, "Well, I already got COVID, so I'm." No, no, sorry, not Isaac. Michael Porter Jr. said I got it twice. I'm sorry. Right, right. No, you said Porter Jr. first, Um, but um, Beal got it. Yeah, Beal. Beal also. Yeah. So their whole argument is like, well, you know, people say like, "Oh, get the vaccine so you don't get COVID," but guess what? If you get the vaccine, you can still get COVID. And like, I got COVID, so I'm good. Porter Um, Jr. said he's afraid of getting it because of the potential severe side effects. By the way, but isn't he all, shouldn't he be afraid of whatever? This is so dumb. I I honestly like, it is dumb. It is dumb. (laughs) But I want to, the the whole reason I've I've, like, if you're Michael Porter Jr., obviously he said other dumb things in the past. I don't know what you're talking about there. (laughs) But, but I think that, if you're going to alienate that guy who is the potential is he's just scared and needs more information, you know, that, that, you know, maybe they get a doctor to talk to him rather than mandating it and saying you're out, baby. Hmm. Or you could um, just say, Hey, like uh, the, the, we're in a global health crisis. This is like in the public interest of the entire yeah. world. If you yeah. want to come to work, uh, we require that you be vaccinated. And if you don't want to come to work, by the way, that's fine too. But like I, I just think that I don't think you can say that. I don't think you, you can actually say it. can. Yeah, you, you actually can. can. There's with, I'm a long history of the, po- the hospital, the hospital where my mom like works. Legal. Ma- I yeah, the hospital the where hospital. my mom works has a vaccine mandate, and it's like, the, and they set a date, and they said you can't actually you can't come to work, and you'll lose your job if you're not vaccinated. Right. And I think right. yeah, it was the same. It was like eight percent of people decided like then I guess I'm I'll just be laid job. off. Right, so which I is think a fine it's just choice, a but a little different in terms of the NBA and the resources these guys have to, like, uh, yeah, sure they could make that decision, but I guess it affects, you know, okay, then Michael Porter Jr. doesn't play. The Denver just gave him, you know, four two hundred million dollars. Like, what happens to that? What happens to Denver then? You know, it's just, it's for them to, for for silver i think this is the best way to get the most people vaccinated that's my honest opinion that's that's what i think i don't think mandating it would help with that i think that this way like okay this morning my daughter mm-hmm. lovely lovely woman uh 3 years old w- always wore shorts all summer now she has to wear pants cuz it was 46 degrees outside in the house she's like you know what i'm not wearing pants i wear shorts all the time okay let's go outside to the car She's like, hey, it's cold outside. Can you? Ma-? She said, can you get the cold off of the car? And I'm like, I can't. You got to wear pants. And she's like, okay, I want pants. Like, I think you do a little bit of this. There's consequences to not being vaccinated that are not very nice. And you have to test and you have to do all this other crap. 
I think these guys are going to be like, you know what? Now it's just time to get vaccinated. Rather than, hey, you're vaccinated or you're not, and you can't work if you aren't vaccinated, and they won't get, they'll just not get vaccinated, and that's not good. It's not a success to have 10% of the NBA quit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I, you're babying them. That's what literally I'm, I'm advocating for the way that you deal with a baby. Yeah. For you to, de- for you to deal yeah, with these Yeah, but the guys. difference is that these are like... I get it. I'm saying it's not smart. Yeah, but, but I think that in the end, this will result in more people being vaccinated than the other way. Right. Like, ultimately, I, I agree with you, Chris, that, like, it shouldn't ha- it shouldn't come to this. This should have been just, like, a fucking... Philosophically super... But, great. Congratulations but, to the WNBA for 100%. Yeah. Incredible. They're smarter, better. Like, that's... You guys did it right. But this is... Right. But I think in order to achieve the end goal in the most, like, efficient and frictionless manner possible, this this is... Pro- like, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm leaning a little toward whammy's argument of like this might just be the best way to do it even it's though even though it's you like to wear pants right even yeah. though we're literally treating these grown men like three-year-old babies um correct which is sort of you know because they're acting they like three-year-old babies um yeah it's but, yeah you know, i like, think I, my point is like with the player empowerment thing that like it's like Adam Silver has lost control of the league. Like this, I actually don't think this would happen under David Stern, who was a megalomaniac, like, yeah, that's probably crazy true. person. And David Stern would just be like, "I'm a dictator. I'm an asshole. You're all getting vaccinated. I'm not being. I, it's not. It's, it's not about being a nice parent. Like it's about like <laughs> making sure everyone is safe. And I actually don't care if right. Kyrie but Irving or Andrew Wiggins you. wants to sue the league. Like I am the NBA. I have. I can assure you. I. Like Andrew Wiggins can't win yeah, uh, a lawsuit against you. Don't me. want you don't. Want, first David of all, David Stern would welcome that fight. Yes, and he I would. just think first of all, he diff- may win that lawsuit. Second of all, I just ag- think the difference between Stern and Silver is like Silver is so concerned about his reputation and his like good standing with the players that he would actually that he has allowed like this like circus to sort of perpetuate and like. On the one hand, it's surprising to me, but it's also like not surprising to me because the NBA literally worships the like, only thing that they worship is the almighty dollar. They Do you want him to take that stance in other matters? Do you want him to say, Chris Paul, you can't go to the Lakers because we're the NBA and we're not no, I'm not, you from the I'm not say, I'm not saying, but just, I'm saying this I mean, is a in very this u- instance. But this is a very unique situation. Yeah, like, but Adam Silver's being consistent. He's doing what he has done, and that is empowering players. You know, obviously we don't like what the players are doing with this empowerment, but he's. this is consistent with everything that he's done. It's not inconsistent. It's to, For him to be the dictator in this moment would be the new wrinkle, and I think it would feel good. Again, I would feel great. You know, look at these guys are getting there. They're really being told by Daddy Silver what to do, but I don't think it would, the result would be the best result in terms of one, getting more people vaccinated and then two, the NBA players, you know, the playing actual basketball, et cetera, et cetera. I think that that, that second one, like I honestly think Kyrie would retire. I think he would be like, all right, I'm done. And you know, you can say that's, but you can say that's bad or good or whatever, but I just, to me, losing 10% of the NBA players for a year or forever, these guys, you know, don't need to work. Obviously nurses and doctors, Losing ten, losing ten percent of your workforce, no matter what, is not great. It, you, I would like to see the most people get vaccinated. I would too, but if they sort of decide that they would rather be unvaccinated and not play basketball, like that's isn't that like an okay choice too? Like they got what they want, you know. Like I, I, I just think at a certain point we're sort of enabling yeah, very I'm, stupid I'm behavior. With you. I'm like, well, I think it's going to work. I think that there will more people. I, I'm, I guess I'm taking the positive spin that I think that this will get the majority of that 10% left being becoming vaccinated. Yeah, I think it's definitely they silver might be enabling but he's like heavily disincentivizing uh you know guys who who are choosing to go that route because it's just going to be such a pain in the ass. They're going to just going to get increasingly more pressure from teammates and fans and media like 
they're not going to want to have to like answer this question every single those pants, baby. Every, every single post game press conference is going to be about oh you know when is Bradley going to you know be available like blah 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 like right. Um, but Adam Silver hasn't actually made anyone's life miserable. Like so, for instance, um, you know, like that Kyrie can't play in a home game. That has nothing to do with Adam Silver. Right. That's that's the yeah. That's, but he didn't look this, out across the land and not understand. Yeah. And right. And like I think the you know the NBA is doing his work for him. Right. I think like he's, he's like David Stern in New York City or whatever. Yeah. I think he's grateful for New York and California, and you know he's still right requiring like tons of testing and um, yeah. I forget exactly what the rules are, but I believe like most like you know arena staff three is, times a is week. mandated. Three times a week positive. Uh, three times a week for player negative tests. Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a pain in the ass. A pain in your ass. But and hey, your, you and know. your teammates who are actually your peers and who you know are going to be like, dude, come on. Yeah, I, like Robin, like Robin Lopez, just openly mocking just Jonathan tearing, Isaac, tearing them apart <laughs> in the exact same media tearing availability. Um, um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're gonna kind of be exposed for being a chump, and then your teammates are gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck," you know? And then, because let's be clear, there's gonna be a COVID outbreak. People are gonna miss games, and they're gonna people who are vaccinated are gonna miss games because somebody was unvaccinated, got COVID, and gave it to them, right? And then they tested positive. And that's not going to sit well with people. I don't think people are going to be happy about that. I think that, you know, you're going to, you're going to lose money. I think, I think, did the, I don't know. I have to look. Did the unvaccinated, did the vaccinated players who missed game time lose money or is it just the, un, cause he just said the unvaccinated players lose game checks for missing time. Hmm. So you can't, if you test positive, if you're Bradley Beal and you're in Washington, you miss two weeks of the NBA season, you lose the money for that two weeks. Yeah. Because but not I don't know if the vaccinated players have the same penalty. No, I, I think it's think only so. if you if you, you know, break whatever protocol there is. So, you know, if you know, you could be vaccinated but like whatever you no, like go to some Kyrie has to sit in the back of the plane. Yeah, exactly. He's not supposed to ride separate, Yeah. Separate spot in the plane than than the other vaccinated players. They have to be separate, no contact. The the rules are draconian in a way that I feel like will help. But again, I mean, I think you're right. I think they are. I think it always feels good to be tough daddy, but I don't know if tough daddy always gets the pants on, mm. you know? We'll find out. We'll see. Mm. Um, in this case, the pants is the coronavirus vaccine, which is safe and effective and should be taken by everyone. Yeah. Like Adam Silver, like Damian Lillard. Uh, I am going out on my shield with this one, guys. Adam will not cave to the virologist. Yep, I think the, he did great. I thought this was great. little discussion. I thought it was the wonderful. research scientists, the epidemiologists. Uh, Adam is playing this one down the middle. This is a global public health crisis. It's a state's that. rights issue whammy. Uh, everyone gets to decide how to handle yeah, it. Um, there does not need to be a singular the... voice in the room. Everyone oh gets to do their own research. All right. Okay. Um, now we're yeah, getting, f- we're bringing it back. This is the a mis- fate of the world but rests in Andrew guy... Wiggins' hands. Okay. Wham. All right. This is also the guy who did the bubble and who stopped. You the know, bubble. Tom Hanks. Remember Tom Hanks' day? Remember the bubble? Uh, the we had down, uh, playing cards being thrown out and replaced after every use. There was Love a mask it. snitch line. Oh. And of course, Ben, no doubles ping Chicken pong. Wings, it's got to be one-on-one Single with ping, ping pong. pong. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Wristbands, no con- close contact wristbands. Pong. Bluetooth. When you're relying on Bluetooth... Oh boy! Oh yeah, wait. Do they still wear those uh, those like monitoring rings or whatever? Yeah, I read something last year that they don't work. So oh no, that's terrible. What was it like? They beep or vibrate when you're within ten feet of someone who has COVID. Green or red? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The so they what's it's funny because like honestly, if you've ever had to hook up something to Bluetooth, you you know how unreliable it is. But it's like we're gonna rely on that. If you ever just sync your phone to a car you realize immediately that this is not going to be a reliable solution for COVID-19 <laughs> fighting. But. Bluetooth. Yeah. The worst. All right. We stand Adam. So I guess we're on the record here. We all agree with Adam Silver. That's good. Yep. King eh. of the league. Yep. <laughs> King of the league. Mm. Long no. may he reign. The woke God I, I, lives. I think the message, I, you know what? I, I'm coming over to Chris's side because the method message has a global impact. And the statement that no one will play in the NBA unless you're vaccinated 
might help more Americans get vaccinated. I guess the thing is, like Kyrie Irving, a myopic league centric view here. It was Kyrie almost Irving like is uh, probably one of the most influential, like important, admired players in the league. Like he is yes. actually wh- whether anyone wants to admit it or not. Like no, he's, he's loved. Kyrie he's is beloved. Yeah, is beloved, especially by, his by peers. the Youngs. The Youngs love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, it's very unfortunate that. Uh, that he he feels as w- the way that he does, but um, hey, you know Kyrie's going out on his shield too. Mm. Sorry, Ben, you were gonna say something. Um, uh, doesn't matter. Um, but uh, to to that point, I, uh, one one more uh, fantastic quote from NBA Media Day from uh, that same Kyrie Irving is uh, this is a, a tweet because I w- I was actually not present uh, at Barclays Center for this, but I am um, aggregating a uh, a tweet from uh, James Herbert on Twitter. He says Kyrie has been talking about how he wants to quote create a future together and quote enjoy a lot of smiles and good times with his teammates. <laughs> Just said quote I know I'll be there every day no matter what and be present for my teammates. He said that via Zoom. He said he said that um, (laughs) while literally not being present uh, or there (laughs) with his teammates. Um, But you know what, folks? I believe it was a uh, another uh, couple of wise men who once said, "We do it for the smiles." (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Oh boy! All right, Wham. uh, Closes out here. Anything you want to plug and promote? Where can we find you on TikTok at Whammy Forty Five? Exactly. Get me at Wyoming 45 on TikTok. Uh, and uh, is, you're right. I did a mashup of Berries and Cream in Jurassic Park that really fell on its face. I'm blaming the audience. Did it go out on start. its shield? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that this one was a little ahead of its time. If you're on Berries and Cream talk, there's a ton of great remixes. I honestly think that this is amongst the top. Mm. But if you people are too dumb to get that, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm turning into uh, mean turning into top daddy. daddy, huh? Yeah, content, mean content, daddy. Yeah, oh, wow. you you guys just don't get me. Get get good and uh, check out those TikToks. Yeah, put your put your goddamn pants on like a big boy and yeah, exactly. Go look at Whammy's videos. I mean, Ben, you know you can't force him to put the pants on. You just no, you can't. Over. You can shove them shove them on as hard as you can, but Shrieking, sometimes it, kicking. Yeah, they just don't fit. They got to make the right choice. Yep, yep. Yeah. Sometimes they're just covered in pee pee and poo poo. Oh boy, that's it. Thanks for listening to Switch FM. I will talk to you guys next week. Uh, Till next time, guys. Pleasure as always. Bye, Chris. Bye, then. It's always fun to do the pod. You can listen to Switch Switch. Switch FM.